Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's Gucci Goon Squad? Welcome to a Friday edition of the Fantasy Football Frenzy with your boy. The Closer, a.k.a. your sister's favorite sportscaster here hosting today for, you know, the Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, is uh, detained at the moment, I would say. Uh, but we do have his boy, Jeff, in the corner over there. Well, we'll get to him later. Um, and we also have Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. What's good, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, how we doing? Hey, Chris, how are you guys doing today? Uh, crazy game last night. It went off exactly as I expected. I knew Derrick Henry was going to double the amount of Jacksonville rushing touchdowns in one game, have the greatest Thursday night rushing game <laughs> in history. I predicted all of that. You yeah, knew right. it, right? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I knew it, too. <laughs> I, I, I knew it was coming for the past, like, 14 weeks. I said, one day this guy's just going to have a monster get game. And he finally did, when it mattered most, huh? I don't think anybody had him in their lineups, though, to be honest with you. I actually had, I put him in, in a, a DFS captain role in, in two leagues as a what-the-heck kind of play. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you know, I mean, there are people that I know that plugged him in. I heard the BFFs, uh, they're playing Matt Modica. Shout-out to Matt Modica, who, uh, you know, used to be part of the Fantasy Frenzy, and they, uh, he had Derrick Henry in because James Conner was hurt, and he didn't get Jalen Samuels, so... That hurt them. Um, but last night, 30 to 9, as we said, the Titans could easily just go off or do nothing. And the Jaguars, we know, are stagnant. They barely reached the over with 39 points because it was 37 and a half. And the only player that really uh, went off, though, for the Titans was Derrick Henry. It was a Derrick Henry show. He had four touchdowns. Taewon Taylor had six for 60 as well. So does this mean that Derrick Henry, though, can people actually start him? <laughs> well, that is definitely going to be the question we're going to get asked a ton over the next seven days. There's no doubt about it. Look, hey, I, I, I will say this. He looked like, you know, he strapped an Acme rocket on his back and was shot off by uh, by the roadrunner last night. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. The, the kid looked like he was running for some purpose other than football because we haven't seen him that energized all season. Um, and he came right out with it. I mean, that 99-yard run, was that was great. I mean, awesome stiff arm. I love to see that kind of stuff. Will he do it again? Damned if I know. <laughs> he saves it for, you know, the hardest, one of the hardest defenses in the league and goes off. And, you know, yeah. this is just why one of these games, it, it's so hard to do what we do. Trying to predict this kind of stuff is nuts. And if anybody out there is telling me that they predicted Derrick Henry to go off last night, you're either a liar or you just love to take the, the low, 
low hanging fruit right. and try to jump on them each and every week. And then when they hit, you go nuts. So it's like either saying, way, there's nobody in reality that said this was a great play. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, it's like saying, you know, oh, I think Jordan Howe is going to go off this week. It's like a random shot in the dark. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It ain't going to happen. On the other side of the football, though, the Jags, Almost like you saying Julio Jones is going to catch a TD. He did it. He has three now, <laughs> right? Uh, but my, last night, a lot of people, I'm sure, disappointed. Leonard Fournette, 14 carries, 36 yards, only two catches for five yards. Didn't really get it done for his fantasy owners in the playoffs here. I'm done with him. I, you know, I think he's borderline uh, off graces now. I, I don't consider him an RB1 at this point. You know what? He'll bounce back next week and have a good week. Uh, you know, Tennessee played that tight. They were all over him. You know, just like what we saw the Jags do to Indy last week, Tennessee did to the Jags this week. They came in with a great defensive game plan and played it out, and it worked for them. So, you know, I'm not really going to jump all over him for that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I I don't know. It, it He'll be back next week. He just, they got game scripted out early, you know, got behind, tried to do whatever they did. Uh, it, it's not something I would really carry over. That's right. I think it's because this offense is just so bad overall that Fournette's going to have a tough time no matter what against anybody because they have Cody Kessler, quarterback. I mean, what are you going to do? They're going to stack the box. I'll tell you him. what. Wait, wait. Before you say that, just to say that, Cody Kessler was making some damn fine throws last night. First row out, out of the gate was that beautiful sideline pass just out of the touch of the defender when the defender was draped all over his wide receiver. He made quite a few really good throws last night. Uh, I'm not read, man. I'm not saying this kid's going to be anything, but he did make some really fine throws last he night. He did, but then he also had his lapses, of course. You know, he threw 43 passes, only completed 25 of them. Uh, and only threw for 240 yards on 43 passes. But one well, guy. We've seen a lot of other guys in this league throw for a lot less on that much, too. So that's true. I wouldn't go basing it just on that. Okay. We, we don't have to say he's the worst backup in the league at this point. He's actually got somewhat of the job done, but they still got killed 30 to 9. And the only other fantasy relevant guy here was uh, Didi Westbrook, really. Seven for 88 and a touchdown. I really like Didi. If he was in a very consistent offense, I think he'd be a really good player and definitely fantasy relevant. But uh, everybody else had a, you know, a ho-hum game. Moncrief, 5 for 47. Nothing really to see here besides Didi. You know? Well, yeah. Uh, Didi was definitely the guy. I mean, Moncrief did okay. Uh, not great. But Didi, you know, was the guy who stepped up last night, no doubt. Um, it, it's just not – there wasn't much to like in this game going in. And the fact that Henry did it on everybody's bench just makes it all a much worse. I know. I know. You're right. Not, a, not, a, not the greatest of Thursday night football games, to say the least. All right, otherwise, if you guys are wondering, Corey will be back. He'll be back Monday, uh, and we'll have the, the whole crew, the whole goon squad back together. But today, we're going to break down. I'm going to give you some latest news and notes right now, and then we're going to break down game by game. We'll give you betting odds and who you should start sit going into this week 14, first round of the playoffs. It's big. Uh, maybe we'll throw in some DFS plays as well. But... On the news front. Well, we, wait, well look, wait, we, there's a few things that we really need to get into. Sure. I mean, we can get into the news, but there's a couple of big things that are going to be big questions over the next couple of days, a couple okay. of real key players that I think we should really dive into. And the first one is going to be Sammy Watkins now re-entering the foot yesterday, four looking to, to be weeks. out four to six weeks. Um, every, you know, As soon as they signed Kelvin Benjamin, I, I was among the many who said, uh, you know what, that, who cares? Right. That they signed Kelvin Benjamin. Who cares? But the more I keep thinking about it, and I've been thinking about it all night, 
You know what? This, this may be the smartest freaking move Andy Reid has made in a while. Look, Calvin Benjamin sucked in Buffalo. But Calvin Benjamin didn't want to be in Buffalo. We know he's a temperamental player. He, 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 you know, he gets in his funks, and he's playing on a bad team. Came out of the gates right away from week one. This team was just terrible. All of a sudden, now he's on a team that has, you know, not only a great shot to get to the playoffs, but a, a really great shot to get to the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, you know, this may bring, you know, Calvin Benjamin back out in, into a game where he wants to play. Um, you know, the question everybody's going to have this week is, is Chris Conley the guy to step up or is Kelvin Benjamin going to do any damage? And, you know, the more I think about it, look, they don't have to script a lot of plays for Kelvin Benjamin, but they could script a few. I know Andy Reid will definitely script a few to find ways to get him open, but he could absolutely be a guy that they go to in the red zone, just toss it up to him, let him go get it. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a few plays like that scripted in as well. So the more I keep thinking about it, the more I think Benjamin may have some value this week. He might. Um, and I agree with you there. I think he's going to have like that uh, that Mike Williams role on the Chargers where he gets big targets, big chunk play targets in the red zone and stuff like that in the end zone. Uh, but I don't see more than, you know, three or four targets maybe. Uh, and you know what? Maybe he can. No, I think he gets more than three or four targets. Well, I think um, Conley's still going to get involved. Uh, Conley, Conley got his chance a couple of times. Hasn't done anything to step up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just not sure. He had that, one big week, yeah. Yeah. The, so is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, you know, and we know Conley. Conley's been around for a little while now. He's never been anything uh, really special. So I mean, but obviously the core of this team's going to do what they want to do. And I think Benjamin's good for them as like uh, that, like Watkins was as that side guy who you know if everybody else is getting double covered. He might be open. So I think he'll convert plays. I just don't think he's going to get a ton of work. And honestly, I wouldn't worry about him if you're in a season long, to be honest. This is a DFS play, if anything. Oh, right? no, yeah, and I totally agree. DFS play, uh, GPP punt, I think, is an excellent play for him this week. Uh, he won't be highly owned, and it'll definitely be cheap. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and look, it, it really sometimes in a season-long yeah, I have to take that shot, too. There's a lot of guys that are out, and a lot of guys that are missing. People lost uh, Sanders, you know, looking to a waiver wire now that where he may be there and everybody else has been picked clean. Look, I'm not going to say no to that point. I, I think they're, they're going to find a way to get him involved uh, a little bit here, and, and there is an off chance that he scores a red zone t- touchdown um, with Patty Mahomes under center. So, uh, you know, I, I've seen worse. I've definitely seen worse. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, you know, he's a big guy. Uh, he's just, you know, slow and everything. But other news. Uh, so Yeah, but I, I think a lot of that really came down to the fact that he just didn't want to play in Buffalo. Probably. But I just don't like that attitude in general, and he's a bit out of shape. I don't like that attitude either, but now all of a sudden he's on a, a team that's going to the playoffs. That attitude's going to turn around 180 degrees. Hey, he'll be cheap on, on FanDuel and DraftKings, so you want to take a GPP-type lineup and throw him in there, he's definitely cheap and might be worth it. Um, Brown's top corner, Denzel Ward, the rookie who's having a pretty great year, uh, will be out with a concussion for week 14. That's guaranteed now. Uh, and this improves the matchup for Cam Newton, DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore was a guy you're, you're probably going to play no matter what, right? I don't really think this affects too much of, of, uh, if you're going to start DJ Moore or not. No, but again, uh, you know, it comes back to my bias for rookie wide receivers. So hard to trust week in, week out. Um, you know, he's been playing good. They've been going to him, no doubt. 
and he's a you know he's a solid play. All all signs point to him being a solid play. But rookie wide receivers are just so tough to play uh, in important playoff weeks. Yeah, I mean, well, it's my boy, and I, you know, I'd probably plug him in it, in certain lineups. My playoff teams do not have him, but I, I've been seeing him in some playoff lineups out there. I think he's a pretty good play because he could pop and give you uh, you know twenty fantasy points. Uh, you know, if he has his big game, Xavier uh, Howard. Of the Miami Dolphins, also officially ruled out with a knee injury uh, against the Pats. This could be something that uh, really helps Josh Gordon, I think. Cause, and I think Josh Gordon's a good play no matter what, but th- I think this is really important. I think Gordon has a big game against these Dolphins. I think uh, the, the Pats might even run up the score on them. Where, where do you have Josh Gordon as far as, uh, you know, start sitting this week? Uh, I have him as a few mid-level wide receiver, too. I think he's definitely going to be involved in this game. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Uh, you know, and I, I was half-assed talking about how Brady hasn't done well in, in Miami yeah. uh, before, but uh, he actually has done some dumb damage. I mean, if you look at the Week 17 last year in Miami, he, he went off. Who's that, so, Brady? I, you know, yeah. Oh, Did I screw it up again? Man, I keep going back and forth on this. <laughs> My head is all screwed up on this. He got killed last, last year, right? Yeah, but no, week 17, Brady threw four touchdowns against Miami. Okay, so there you go. I mean, Brady, listen. In Miami is what I was trying to say. We'll get to it. We'll get to the Brady, you know, start sit when we get there because we're going to go game by game. But quick other things, news updates here. Hilton, Ebron, back at Colts practice today. um, And it looks like they should both be a go, which is huge for fantasy owners. So if you're thinking about Hilton, Ebron, and you got, you know, tricky situation, you don't know if you should start them or not, it looks like they'll be a go. So you'll want to plug them in. Both of them, to be honest with you. D-Jacks, not expected to play versus Saints. Making Godwin a great play. Uh, something Frank showed me earlier. With D-Jacks out of the lineup, Godwin's snap count rises about 20%. Uh, he gets a lot more of the snaps, a lot more attention uh, from the quarterback, Jameis Winston. So Godwin and even Humphreys, both, I think, decent plays, flex plays this week uh, in fantasy and your season longs. So how do you feel about Evans? Evans, I think you got to play him. Like, if you got Evans, right, you drafted him early. He's probably one of your top two wide receivers at least. I think you got to plug him in. I, I agree, but there's a lot of people that have a lot of doubts about Evans right now, and I can't can't fault him for that. I can't either, but it's hard to say, all right, I'm going to bench Mike Evans for, okay, let's so say. Okay, let, so let's take it the other way around. You got a choice between the three Tampa Bay receivers, and you can only pick one. Which one are you going to pick? I'm probably going to still go with Mike Evans. I'm still probably going to go with Mike Evans here. As is probably 99% of the world, and I get it. Mike Evans, he always puts up yearly numbers that are very good, gets him up high in the rankings, but he's always been very inconsistent. I think for me, you know, Godwin is a good play, but I like Humphreys a little bit more as a safer play than either, you know, Evans or good Godwin. Uh, Humphreys has, has really been coming on with Winston of late. I mean, I know Godwin is too, and I know Godwin's getting playing times, right. but Humphrey has been a little bit more solid for a little longer now. Uh, I think I right. like him a little bit better. I agree with you. I think I honestly think Humphreys probably is the safest play, to be honest, but what I see here is the matchup at home against New Orleans. Obviously, Tampa Bay has their struggles on the ground. They'll be throwing a lot here because they're playing the Saints because they're going to put up numbers against this pretty bad Tampa Bay defense, uh, and you know what, Evans, before last week, which was kind of a dud week for him, against San Francisco and the Giants, which are bad defenses, 6 for 120, 6 for 116, 
uh, 6-4-1-20 and touchdown against the Giants. So when he's playing against bad defenses and, and they're throwing a lot, he can pop and give you those big games you expect out of him. I'd I still totally agree. Him. I'm not arguing that point at all. Absolutely. I'm just saying I think Humphreys is a little safer. I, I know that Evans got more upside. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it that Evans has the most upside of the three. Uh, but Evans also probably at this point might have a lower floor than Humphreys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say that. Right now, Humphreys is getting the love from Winston. I, all three of them are viable options, though, in season long, I think. So uh, if you need to plug those guys in, plug them in. Uh, otherwise, uh, really no other news and notes to speak of. You have anything, Jim, that you want to bring up before we get into game by games and we put out the well, spreads? Like, you and know, all the I, I know you want to go game by game, but let, let's hit some of the names that people are really interested that you know they're, they're worried about this week that I think we should cover. There, there's plenty of guys out there right now that – are having doubts about because because of the injuries, because of Hunt being gone, and you know guys like Ware and Jeff Wilson and you know Rashad Penny, uh, right? Are these guys that you can count on? I, I think when we come back, let, let's jump into those first. Let's talk about the guys that are on really, everybody's mind, the cusp guys. The yeah, guys all that the guys are that fence. are on the edge, right? Okay, yeah, we'll get into that, um, and then we'll take your calls. Uh, Towards the end of the next segment and most of the last segment, we'll, we'll take your calls. 844-843-6879. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy with your boy, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and the closer. We'll be out. We'll be back. We got you covered. Game by game next. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today Weekend Fantasy Update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Scout Fantasy Sports. Big news here. I mean, we just kept getting big injuries over the last couple weeks. You know, with James Conner was ruled out already this week. Matt Breda ruled out. And now Emmanuel Sanders. And it's also tough for those leagues where you can't make waiver wire moves in the playoffs. You know, a lot of the high-stakes leagues and the GST league that we talk about with Chris McGarrow often that I'm in. Uh, where I'm the number one seed going to the playoffs, you, you can't make any moves. Weekdays on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on popular podcast providers. Baby. Wow, oh, wow, yeah. 
My voice is not very good. All right, we're back. Fantasy football frenzy with your boy, closer and fantasy Taz Jim Day. Corey will be back Monday. Uh, it's week 14. It's big. Playoffs. For those of you not in the playoffs, DFS time. I'd, I'd be all over that. Uh, and we're going to go right into it. These cusp, cusp guys. Cusp guys. Flex plays, if you will. And uh, the first one I want to talk about is Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels, to me, though, is more than just a flex play at this point. I think right now, given the current running back landscape, we're going to go over these running backs here, Jalen Samuels is a top 15 play at running back. Would you agree with that, Jim? No. No. No, I don't. Um, look, we, we, we said the same thing about Ware last week. Uh, he was going to get popped right in. He's going to be a top 12 running back. Everybody fell for it. And then we see him not getting all the work. I absolutely agree, think they're going to get Steven Ridley involved in this game. And, you know, at, at that for that reason alone, if Ridley is the one stealing the goal line touches and, and that kind of thing, I think that really takes a lot out of Samuel's hands. I mean, ah, man, I... I think we're going to see a little bit more James Washington involved in this game because they, they, they took him aside. They had some special practices for him. They said he's been really working hard the last two weeks. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get him more involved as well. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I don't know if I could fall for the same trap we all fell with with Ware last week. I, I think there's going to be a committee. Well, not committee so much as there's going to be a, a you know two-headed monster in Pittsburgh. And I'm not sure, you know, I, I – Hey, look, if you're in a Yahoo league and you can use Samuel at tight end and you don't have the big three, I say put him in there. I, I just don't know if he's a guarantee guy. Yeah, man, I, I'm having such a hard time. Would you him. say he's a flex play? I, I think he's got all the options to be in a flex play, absolutely. Hopefully they get him involved in the passing game because that's where he's going to do most of his damage. Right, and that's the thing I see here between Ware last week and him this week is that, you know, Ware – didn't get much of the passing down work. Now they're bringing in Chuck Hendrick West, and he's going to take on that Steven Ridley role. I'd rather have the guy that's taking on the pass-catching role, which would be Jalen Samuels. And I like him for the simple fact that I'll, I no, think no, he'll give no, you a good, no, yeah, nice Wait, wait, floor. I'm not trying to argue with that. Yeah. I'm, not try, I'm not saying that he's not more valuable than Ridley. Uh, all I'm saying is no, I, I think Ridley gets a lot of early work, and I think he gets a goal line carries, which and that take. scares me a little bit. Right, right. But well, the thing I, I see with Samuels is what I like about him and why I would start him maybe like over aware, for instance. You know, if you're choosing between Samuels and aware, I would go Samuels in a PPR because of the fact that he will catch passes, which gives you a nicer floor than what Ware can give you. If Ware doesn't get a touchdown, I don't see him scoring more than, you know, like seven to ten points. Um because he's not going to get much of the pass, passing down work. Uh, and, and Samuels will. And I like that about him. Plus, it's the Steelers. You know, uh, you got to like Samuels in the passing game with the Steelers. So I think, I think he's a decent player. I think he, you know, he should be in the flex. I would start him over where. Now, where, on the I, other I, hand. I, I, I love when you, you make a point like that. It's like, oh, it's the Steelers. Well, where for the plays Chiefs. for the Chiefs. I got you. But he's not, he's not going to get that added. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You can't catching. make it sound like, oh, he plays for Pittsburgh while the other guy plays for some scrub. <laughs> he plays for, the, he, yeah, where plays for an even better offense. An even better well, That's one. right. Especially, okay, well, the way you kind of came off, it didn't sound like that. You're like, oh, he's plays with Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, well, I'm saying what I like is that it, Samuels has some talent, and I like that he's the pass catcher in. But where doesn't have any talent and where can't catch the ball? 
I didn't like what I see from week one. I, I do. I liked where, you know, years passed, and I thought maybe he'd give you what you want, but he had an easy matchup. He had the opportunity, and he didn't really get it done. And now with Chuck Hendrick West there, I feel like he's not going to just have, he's not going to have enough touches to really get it done. You know what I mean? I wouldn't plug Ware in to the flex. I think he's very borderline there. You would ha- like, you would have to by far be your best play out of your bench players. Like I wouldn't just so you plug him in. You don't think he gets any more value with the loss of Watkins? No, no, okay. I don't. I think fair enough. I just wanted you to hear you say that. Uh, I think like the matchup's just bad, uh, and I, you know, if you're not going to get passing down work, then and you get stuff, then you get you're talking about two, three, four, five points. <laughs> I don't want that in my playoff. I want someone a little bit more reliable. I'm not saying Samuel's more reliable. I was going to say, but you know what? Jeff that. Wilson <laughs> is the best of these three. I, would I say, totally easily. agree with that 100%. I love Jeff Wilson this week. I know a lot of people are iffy about him as well, but I love him this week. They're going to, man, I, I love the fact that he had nine targets when he came in the game last week. Right off the bat, you know, Mullins was going to him. This, this is probably another one of those scenarios where in the offseason and stuff, all the preparation, you know, Mullins had him on the backfield practicing with him a lot. Uh, so maybe these two have, have a good rapport together beforehand. And, you know, he finally got on the field and, and got to show what he did. But, you know, eight catches in his first game action. I, I love that. Well, first real game action, I should say. I, I love that fact. I, and I do. I like him a lot. I think there's going to be a ton of dump up off passes this week against the Denver defense that's playing really strong against the rush right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the 49ers just don't have many weapons to work with. You're talking Wilson, you're talking Kittle, and maybe Pettis, which I do like Pettis as a wide well, receiver Well, they do get option. Goodwin back this week, so who knows what where that's going to affect. Right, right, right. I think maybe this first week with Goodwin, he might be more of a decoy than anything else. Uh, him, he might, they might take some shots at him downfield, but not too many. Uh, see, I, I don't think that's true. If he's going to be in the game plan, he's going to be in the game plan. It's not like he's coming back from injury. He was dealing with some personal stuff. It's not like, you know, he's hurt and coming back. I, I think if he's on the field, he's going to be on the field. They'll get him involved. And, I'm sure and he will. Makes me a little, a little afraid for Pettis. I mean, I, I still think Pettis will get most of the work out of the slot and should be a good play. Do I see him scoring two touchdowns again? I can't no. say I do. No. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say two touches. I, I wouldn't even uh, project a touchdown, to be honest with you. I would just hope he gets a lot of targets and, you know, gives you a nice floor of like 12 points or something like that. I know Goodwin's going to get fed a little bit, like you said, but um, I just wouldn't trust Goodwin. I wouldn't plug him in, even in the flex. I would go with someone else because, you know, Mullins don't have the reps with Goodwin either. So you don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying him being there is going to take some of it away from Pettis is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to throw a little bit or try to move the ball a little bit on the outsides, and that's where Goodwin will come into play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm not saying he's a great play this week. I'm just saying he will be there. He will see some action. Okay. And one other guy I wanted to say that I wanted to talk about I want to get your opinion on is Tevin Coleman, <laughs> who – you know, hasn't really done what we really expected him to do when he took over that role. He's done exactly what I, what I expected. Well, you know, I think a lot of people <laughs> expected that if he if Freeman goes down, Coleman's the guy. He's an RB2 guaranteed or whatever. Uh, and he's been a little bit up and down lately and just hasn't really gotten it done. Uh, big games. Last big game was week nine against Washington. So is this a guy... If you're in the playoffs, are you plugging him in your flex? Would you plug him in over any of the guys we just mentioned? Uh, no, I don't really have a lot of faith in Coleman. Uh, never really have, uh, 
You know, I liked it better when Freeman was there as a number two. As a number one, he just doesn't thrill me at all. Hasn't shown me that propensity to be that big guy. Uh, and, I, you know, I just don't think he really carries a lot of upside. Besides, I, I think this is going to be a game where this is going to the air for both sides. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think Coleman's the worst of this group. Uh, actually, I, the only person I might start him over, uh, I mean, uh, it would be tough to do to start him over Spencer Ware, but it, it's close for me. Uh, so you're really down on Ware this I'm down on Ware, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't like w- what his floor could be. Uh, one guy I do think that will have a nice little game and should be plugged in the flex is Kenyon Drake. If he could, you know, get on the field, he's questionable at the moment, but he should be okay. He was a limited participant yesterday. Uh, I think I think he'll be a play, and I think you got it's a guy you should plug in your flex. I think over these guys as well. All these guys we mentioned, maybe not Jeff Wilson. Yeah, okay. Maybe I, not I, Jeff Wilson. I, I really, I do like Jeff Wilson. Me too. It may, it may come back to bite me in the ass. I gotta say that, but man, I loved, liked what I saw from him last week, and. Uh, I, I really do think – I think Denver's going to be really stuffing the, the run for the most part, and I think he gets a lot of you know bounce-off passes, uh, gets him some open screens, some bubble screens, things like that. Mm-hmm. I could see that happen. I, I'm, I like him a lot, folks. I like him over a lot of these other options. I'd I take him over Gus Edwards um, this yes, week. i yes. definitely take him over Josh Adams. Josh Adams is falling way down my list this week. Um, you know, not really? only – yeah – it's just I, I can't like him at all. I'm having a hard time really getting in, in into what they're doing with him. And not only that, I mean, you they're got a Dallas. tough Dallas defense, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, they've only allowed – they allowed him, what, 47 rushing yards back in week 10. Then now you got Sproles getting involved. They had Clement involved. You got Smallwood who could step in at any time. And we know that Peterson loves to have a committee at, at running back. So Adams is way down on my list. Uh, at this point, he's probably nothing more than – he might be an RB5 for me. Really? Wow. Yep. I mean, I still think that he's better than like a Gus Edwards. I like nope. I like his versatility just a little more. Nope. I know he doesn't really catch passes nope. either, but nope. I like the touches he's getting. Nope. 20 carries, 22 nope. carries. Nope. You don't like it. Not feeling nope. it. Nope. I'm not saying start him. I just think nope. he's someone that could be useful. <laughs> Could be useful. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, he's not going to be useful. Someone I he's really gonna... do like, though, that is Corey Davis, and he was really useful. <laughs> he was absolutely nothing. He was actually That's worse you get than I said Corey he Davis. would do. I said three for 30. He went two for 20. Worse. He had to show me up. He had to show me up. This is what he gives you, Corey <laughs> Davis. He's been doing it all year. He either has a nice big game or nothing. Nothing. Five points. But a guy I do like at the running back position that you can plug in, I think. I think he's a viable flex, a good flex at that, is Justin Jackson. The matchup's beautiful. Um, oh, I like Jackson and Eckler. I think both of these guys are going to have solid fantasy points. Eckler's going to do his damage in the air, and I think Jackson's going to get, you know, I think he has a good shot at 100 yards and a touchdown this week. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately I, with Jackson is if he doesn't get in the end zone, then you're looking at 9 or 10 points maybe. Right, because he's not uh, going to get too much pass-catching yeah, opportunity. He doesn't get much at all. But he's so, done uh, a lot. With 13 carries that he's had oh, in the last I, two I weeks. I, I just said I liked him. I just well, said 15, he definitely yeah. carries risk if he doesn't score. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm not I, – I, man, I time, kind of tend to go towards the pass catchers. We talk about that right. all the time. PPR, you want the pass catchers. But, you know, I mean, I think he's got a, a really good opportunity this week against a defense that can't stop any running exactly. back to, to put up a big game. But 
you know, guys that don't catch passes carry the risk. They have to score. Right. If they don't score, you're screwed. If you're talking about the guys that don't catch passes that we're talking about this week, like the Ridleys and, you know, uh, Jordan Howards and stuff, I like him the most out of all these guys, Gus Edwards, because of the matchup and because of how this game flow might be where the Chargers just blow this Bengals team out because this Bengals team is awful at this point uh, and the Chargers are one of the best teams in the NFL. So I expect Jackson to have a big game uh, and this is one of those guys you can plug in I think at the flex and be I'd be happy doing that to be honest with you. You don't have I'll many tell you what, you're talking about guys that don't normally catch a lot of passes, running backs that don't normally catch a lot of passes. The guy I like the most this week in that kind of role is Adrian Peterson going up against oh, yeah. our guys. Against our Giants. You know? <laughs> um, first of all, you know, ever since they lost Snacks, they've been terrible. And now they've lost Landon uh, Collins for the year as well. I know. So I expect Peterson to go off against our Giants. I mean, if you got Sanchez back there, all you got to do is keep handing the ball to to Peterson against these Giants and just let him run. And that's exactly why. Me and Frank Stanfield, BFF, shout out to Frank Stanfield who tried to take over the program yesterday, but he couldn't get it done because we're back today. Let's go. And That he, was funny as hell, though, yesterday. I left my <laughs> I know. That I'm caught sorry, you off guard. Corey, I did. <laughs> that caught you completely uh, off guard. I feel bad, Corey, but I did. I'll tell you what. The goon squad was worried because they gave about 55 thumbs down. For that YouTube episode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they were just defending <laughs> our turf. They I know, which is awesome. Warriors defending our turf. That, that, <laughs> 71, I'm sorry. Who's counting? <laughs> nice, Bavon. It got up to 71? Yeah, it got up to 71. Oh, I'll be a for life. Got that off. Um, yeah, 71. But that's the Goon Squad having our backs, which I love. Thank you, guys. Shout out to the Goon Squad. So, Adrian Peterson, yeah, absolutely. The only one you can really play on the Redskins. I think this is a great matchup. Sanchez, they don't want him throwing the ball. So and, and the Giants are completely depleted. Collins was the last straw. Giants are done. Giants are garbage. I'm done with them too for the year. Um, damn, they could have beat those Eagles and they could have been in a playoff hunt right now. But whatever. Uh, now let's move on. Game. Oh, actually, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I will take some phone calls right now before the break. Uh, one or two, if we could get them in. Do we have anybody on the line, Bavona? Okay, Bavona. Is he there? Anybody there? We have any phone calls? What's up? Keith in Chicago. What's up, Keith? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Listen, first of all, I dodged a major bullet last night. The guy who I was playing in the playoffs uh, has Henry, but he sat him on the bench last night, so I dodged a major bullet. Who do you start so over? I got a few questions um, everybody, it doesn't matter. Carson. Everybody started everybody over him yeah. last night. Well, I wanted to see if he, <laughs> the guy had points or not. But go ahead. No, he's, he started Carson. So anyway, we're, I'm in a non-PPR. Um, I have Connor, but I didn't, I didn't grab Samuel off the waiver wire beforehand. So I got kind of handcuffed on that one. So two questions I have for you. I have for wide receivers, and I can play them as a flex. I need three of those. Okay. Landry, Quan Smith, Allen Robinson, and Stephen Ridley. What three of those would you play? Or Oh, and Kenny Galladay. Oh, this is easy for me. Yeah, I think it's Galladay, go Landry. Galladay, Landry, and Robinson. And I know everybody's worried about Galladay going against Patrick Peterson. Definitely a good, you know, it's, it's a worry. You, you have to be worried. But just the sheer number of targets should hopefully carry him uh, through the day. I, I got to believe that. Uh, I just, 
I know it's a tough matchup, but it's so hard to, to trust Traquan Smith. Uh, I yes. know he's got upside. You know, we've seen the two-touchdown game. But, ah, man, every most other weeks he's been held down. It, it's so hard to trust him at that. You I'd can. definitely take yeah, Galladay over him. And uh, I forgot who the fifth guy was. I didn't get to. It was uh, Stephen Ridley. But you're not oh, starting Ridley. Ridley over any of those three guys you said. Yeah, I mean, Ridley, you know, Ridley could have a big game, but hard. Yeah, you don't want to rely on Ridley. You don't want to plug him in your lineup. And, you know, A-Rob, now that Trubisky's back, should have, you know, a decent floor, a decent game. He could also pop and have a huge game. So I like A-Rob in there uh, between those options. And Galladay and Landry for sure. Landry came back with a big game last week. I think you got to plug him in at this point because, you know, you got to expect that Baker still goes to him and continues to go to him, uh, you know, f- throughout the rest of the season. You have another question, okay, my dude? So then my uh... – I got two more questions for you. All right. Um, I've been playing Jordan. I've been playing Jordan Reed all year, but he's got Dirty Sanchez now as his quarterback. Do you go with with Reed, or I picked up Ian Thomas, who's replacing Olsen? Uh, Reed or Ian I, Thomas? I think yeah. I'd take Thomas. Uh, just He got targets last week. I, I just I can't trust Reed at all with Sanchez. I mean, he could have a good game, but I'd yeah. be okay with him having a good game on my bench just because it made all the sense in the world to bench him. Uh, you know, you got to live with those decisions sometimes. It's just like poker. Go all in with the best hand. Sometimes you don't win. But with these guys, I mean, I, I just I have a hard time trusting Sanchez right. with anything. It's the quarterback play, Ian Thomas. <laughs> but keep uh, Keith on the line. We'll get back to his question. Uh, we're about to go into the break here. Uh, so your one other question we'll answer. But Ian Thomas, definitely the play. Can't trust Sanchez right now. Can't trust this team. All right? So Come back, 844-843-6879. More phone calls after the break. Fantasy Football Frenzy. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Hey, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I need someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits the morning after how about we just stop the award show like does anyone care about the oscars no. whatever man you're all a bunch of coke sniffing pedophiles yeah. like patty you know right. what i mean every award show you need to care about the environment and yeah and everyone always gets up and starts clapping we need to care about the earth and green energy. They walk backstage to their gas-guzzling limousine SUVs. The award show is the f***ing worst, man. 
Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. We're taking your calls now, 844-843-6879. With the closer and Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. We got Keith on the line with his last question. Keith, you there? Yeah, I am here. My last question is, um, I've been playing Carson all year long, but I picked up Baker off the waiver wire. Would you go with Carson still or move over to Baker? Hmm. I might stick with Wentz. Jim, how do you feel about that? Wentz or Mayfield? I'm going Mayfield. Um, I, I really like what I'm starting to see out of this kid. This offense is starting to do well. Look, I, I know he had a bad start last week, but he really did come on in the second half and start playing really good. Threw for almost 400 yards. Um, he, he's just playing so good right now. And I, Sorry, I can't say that for Wentz in this offense. Right. I mean, I think I'm going to have to agree with you a little bit here. I like Wentz because I think he's a little bit safer of a play. But um, against Dallas, the matchup is clearly in uh, in Baker's favor favor here. Um, so I think, you know, I'm going to roll with Jim here. So you got an anonymous decision. I think you should feel uh, somewhat comfortable going with Baker Mayfield here against um, Carolina at home. They're at home, Cleveland. So, And they're going to have to throw. Over the over the on the year, Carolina's twenty seventh against opposing quarterbacks. Over the last five weeks, they're actually thirty first. Yeah, so they're getting worse as the season goes on. So there you have it. You got Ian Thomas at tight end, and you got um, uh, Baker Mayfield at quarterback. All right, Keith. Now I will say this about Great. Sanchez: the only good thing he did last week, you know, he's known for the butt fumble. But did you see the play last week where he had the actual the butt fumble recovery? Mm-hmm. Did you see that play? Wait, when? Yeah, he, he had a butt fumble recovery last week. Oh, Sanchez? Yeah. <laughs> he, Did he, he really? The ball, he redeemed the ball himself. was bouncing around, and he grabbed it with his butt. He redeemed so he has himself. has a butt fumble recovery <laughs> and a butt fumble now in his history. Oh, what a uh, sad history. I feel bad. <laughs> uh, all right, we got Bob in Cincinnati on the line. What's up, Bob? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Goon hey, uh, Bob. Not too bad. Hey, what's up to Corey, man? Wherever he's at, he'll be he'll be back. He's doing his thing. Needed a day. Right, uh, hey, man, uh, a couple couple things. I want to get your opinion on? Uh, got a wide receiver. I need to get mm-hmm. all of these guys. Uh, I got uh, Tyler Lockett, uh, Calvin Ridley, and uh, Landry. Um, you got to pick one. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, just one. Because I, I got Hopkins and, and uh, Odell Beckham. So I just need one of those guys. Hopkins and Odell Beckham. All right. So I, I like, obviously, Lockett I like Lockett has been really, really nailed in. I, I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's catching touchdowns almost every week. He's getting almost at least 50 yards every week. But uh, it's so hard to count on him for right. he had targets. One catch he's last just not week. getting, right, he's not mm. getting an amazing amount of targets. And he's got a tough matchup. Uh, right. Going against Minnesota, so for me it's Landry. I, I mean, again, Carolina's defense has been trash right. against the pass uh, all year, and they've only gotten worse lately. And I expect Cleveland to be able to throw against them, and I expect Landry to be able to put up some points. Yeah, I mean, I think I to the safe route okay. to go is Landry, uh, even though that wasn't the case before last week, but he is still Landry. Uh, I do like Ridley as the higher upside play. 
out of these guys? I, I mean, Ridley? No, how could Ridley? you say that? Ridley. I, yeah, I can't go with Ridley. No, I, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry. not Look. saying go with Ridley. I like him as a high upside play. Let's say you faced Derrick Henry last night and you need somebody to get you 25 points. I like Ridley. But if you want to play it safe, Landry is the route to go. He definitely has the higher floor, I think, at this point, and the matchup serves him well. So, uh, you know, honestly, let's go Landry. Ridley I do like as a play, though, in a flex. I, wouldn't, I would be okay with Ridley as a flex. All right? Okay. Uh, Tyler Lockett not in the question at all? No, I, he, I he is. No. I mean, look, I'll I, I put it to you this way. If Lockett is your guy, if that's your gut feeling is Lockett, then play him. Absolutely play him. Uh, I'm not going to tell you not to play him. He's, he's scored, what, nine touchdowns already. He's, he's playing good football. It's yeah. just the lack of targets scares me. One of these weeks, he's going right. to come up with that non-TD with dunk, and yeah. kill you. He's a little boomer bust, but he's been consistent with his boomer bust play. You know what I mean? He's getting big targets, big plays, and touchdowns, but... You can't really rely on that when he's having one catch for 52 yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, so I'd mo- yeah. rather rely on Landry. You have another question? Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, another question. Um, uh, uh, running backs, uh, your boy Drake or mm-hmm. Gus Edwards? Drake. It's without yeah. a doubt for me, Drake. Okay. You didn't mm-hmm. even ask him if it was PPR. Is it PPR? <laughs> yeah, 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 my bad. This is uh, standard, too. Oh, this is standard. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, thanks. Standard, yeah, just yeah. throwing that advice no, out without getting all the info, Chris. Uh-oh. Rookie mistake. I'd still go Drake. <laughs> of course you would. I'd still go you'd Drake. Probably, Drake's my boy, you'd man. probably start Rojo over Edwards. Would you start Edwards over, over Drake? <laughs> yeah, I would, actually. I, I feel safer okay. with Edwards. I think he's going to get you know more guaranteed 20 touches. He's been doing that every week. I just yeah. don't like the matchup against Kansas City. He might get phased out early. Uh, and he just doesn't catch. I know it's standard, but he doesn't give the opportunity of getting yards through the air. So I like Drake a lot more. Plus, I think Drake has a higher, in this game, in this matchup particularly, Drake has a higher chance of getting a touchdown, I think, as well. So it's Drake. up to you, ultimately. But he's Drake. <laughs> he's Drake. He's a beast. Gase, give him the ball, Gase. Come on. Well, that's, we that's the other side of the problem. you got to deal with Adam Gase and how much he wants Gore to play. <laughs> All right, Bob, thanks. Um, we'll catch you later. Right. Good luck in your in your round one playoffs. Uh, we got Connor in Tampa. Connor, what up? How you guys doing? What up? What up? What's good? How you doing? Yeah, real quick. Um, have you guys seen the Avengers Endgame trailer yet? I have no. not. No, it looks dope. Yeah, it's fucking, it's freaking madness. <laughs> All right, um, I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course I'll check it out. I, I love watching the Avengers. Absolutely. But, um, I got a DFS question for um, this week. I'm on DraftKings for the Sunday slate. Okay. So right now my lineup that I got, this is on GPP. I have Matt Ryan, Aaron Jones, Kamara, Humphreys, Julio Jones, Zay Jones, Chris Herndon, Philip Lindsay, and Cardinals defense. My question is, um, I can um, go up to Zeke from Aaron Jones. At 8,600, if, if, if I spend down from Philip Lindsay down to um, Jeff Wilson to, like, one of, like, the cheap guys from, like, spend down from Philip Lindsay to, like, Jeff Wilson or Justin Jackson or, or um, Jalen Samuels, what do you suggest doing that instead of playing um, Aaron Jones over Zeke? So, wait, you could go from Aaron Jones to Zeke or Philip Lindsay to Zeke? No, he goes from Aaron Jones to Zeke, but then he has to go from Lindsay down to Wilson. See, I or like Jack, Lindsay's you know. matchup a lot this week. Like, I think he could have a huge yeah. game. I like Lindsey for especially a GPP play because uh, he's not 
he's you know he's pricey, but he's not like uh you know Saquon Barkley, Zeke Elliott pricey, but he could give you those numbers. I don't know. I, th- I think I'd stick yeah. with what you got. To be honest, like, I, I don't. I, I don't want to move I, You know what? I think Wilson is going to be the highest owned running back this week. Um, just for the the fact of yeah. the, you know what we saw out of him last week, I think people are going to be all over him this week. And if you're you know playing in the GPP, you want to go for that lower ownership. I I think uh, you know that what you're doing right now is fine. I think Jones and, and Lindsey are going to be less owned than Wilson will be. Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you have- is it a GPP? That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a GPP. So yeah, you want to go with the less owned guy. And I think you're you're good with what you got because I think Lindsey has. The highest propensity to pop this week, out of all those those guys, guys in that area. If, if you guys would have to guess, like, what do you think Lindsey's ownership would be? Like twenty percent? I think maybe well, even a little I, less. I, I'll give you a little inside information right now from Daily Roto, uh, and if you're not using them, you should. Uh, just a little uh, squash right there. But yep. uh, Lindsey, right now, they're projecting him at thirteen point seven ownership. Meanwhile, with Wilson, they're projecting him at twenty two point six. Yeah, and I don't get that. Lindsay's going to be that low because oh, he's I, cheap. Well, yeah, because people are trying. See, this is where when you try to get contrarian, sometimes you end up hurting yourself because every, you're thinking everybody else is going to start Lindsay, right. and everybody else is thinking the same. So they're pivoting away while you're pivoting away, and everybody ends up pivoting away. Right. You think contrarian, and then everyone does it because it doesn't become contrarian anymore. It becomes the play. Everybody's thinking that Lin- everybody's thinking Wilson is the contrarian play this week, which is going to end up making him the most owned. And honestly, I think Lindsay's just the better play if you take out Price uh, to give you like a big time game, 25, 30 fantasy points. And if Lindsay's 13% owned, that's great because the matchup is beautiful. So you would think he'd be higher on than that. I think you want to stick with Lindsay in that lineup. All right, my man, you got anything else? Yeah, one more. Instead of Herndon, what do you go up to on Uzoma at 3,500 or down to Omerigi Seals, Jonah 27? I think I, I like Herndon this week. I, I think, they're, you know, he, he's turned into you know one of their best playmakers at this point. I don't see them going away. You know, you, you got a little risk with Darnold coming back, but I still think Herndon is a good play there. Yeah, I think Herndon's a good play. But honestly, you know who I like even more than Herndon this week is Vance McDonald, uh, who's the same price on FanDuel. He's 5,500, just like Herndon. And I think Vance McDonald gives you a, a bigger upside when you're playing a GPP. Uh, the Jets aren't going to put up monster numbers. Let's face it. They're playing Buffalo, in Buffalo. It's a tough matchup. You know, if Herndon gets a touchdown in 60 yards, that's probably his cap. Um, Vance McDonald, I think, could do a little bit more than that. I think he could or give Jesse you, James could. Or Jesse James could. But Vance McDonald is clearly the better tight end in the system. You know, the pass catching. Uh, he breaks those tackles. Remember that stiff arm right to the kid's face? And broke out for like a sixty-yard touchdown. I, like I, I agree with you. I'm not arguing that point. I just hate the fact that there's two-headed tight end there. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I understand. Well, you're talking about cheap tight ends here, so you're taking a risk, no matter which way you slice it. Uh, but there you have it. All right, Keith, or it's Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. Uh, but <laughs> Connor, see, I get everything wrong here with the names. Keith in New Hampshire is next. That's who I'm looking to speak to. Keith in New Hampshire. Fancy football frenzy with your boy the closer. Food squad. What's good? What what's happening, boys? We're doing our thing. Week 14. That's it, man. That's it. Hey, I got a couple questions for you boys. Um so two quarterback questions. One league, would you go with Matt Ryan or Baker Mayfield? 
Uh, Matt Ryan in the frozen tundra. It's supposed to be like 20 degrees at Baker against Carolina. Well, I think Jim's going to tell you Baker, right? Or no, Jim? Are you going to throw us a curveball here? Um, I, you know, the, everybody's going to tell you Ryan pretty much. Everybody across the net is going to tell you Ryan. But I do kind of like Mayfield a little bit more. Um, but that being said, I find it hard to start Mayfield over Ryan. I just do. It's one of those things where, you know, Ryan is an established vet playing in a, a game. Right. But the, the problem with me for, for that is it really, the game doesn't really mean anything for either of those teams, Atlanta or Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those teams are going anywhere. Four and eight, four, seven and one. Neither one of those teams are going anywhere. And, and that scares me a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I Cleveland think, doesn't have anything to play for. But they're playing. Actually, they do because they're playing for pride. For them, it is something <laughs> to play for. After the last two years, they absolutely are playing for pride. Um, mm-hmm. And they're playing a Carolina team that's on its way down, hasn't played well the last few weeks. They could easily steal this win. And, you know, they, they're a team, while, yes, they'd like to get a good draft pick, they also want to prove something to their fans that they're here and that they're they're on the, the way up. And I, I, I expect them to come out playing hard in this one uh, against a, a Carolina team, team that can be beat. Um, so, yeah, I, I do like Mayfield this week. I, man, I, I know – it goes totally against what others would tell you, but I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mayfield comes out scoring more than Ryan yeah. this week. I like Mayfield as well. I think I like Mayfield yeah. more, to be honest with you. I yeah, love the matchup. Really, Go ahead. I was leaning the same way, too, because uh, Matt Ryan at you know on the road in cold weather typically doesn't play his best, right. whereas you got Baker at home, you know. So it's just, uh, yeah, Ryan plays best I, in the dome. It, it's one of those yeah, calls it, where, it, you know, you have to rip the names off the back of the jerseys right. and look at the numbers of what they've done lately. And May, Mayfield's been out playing Ryan. Yeah, because at face value, it's like Matt Ryan versus Baker Mayfield. Matt Ryan, easy. But that's not the case here. Baker could give you, uh, what I love about Baker is that he could give you that, like last week, 400 yards passing, even after throwing three picks in the first half, he salvaged his fantasy day by doing that. I think he could do that against his Carolina team, who Jim just mentioned is 31st in the league against the pass recently, in the last couple of games, two or three games or whatever it is. So I think Baker is the right way to go. Uh, so there you have it, my man. Baker Mayfield. That's, that's, over, that's over the last five too, weeks, so. just so you know. Last five weeks. There you go. You have, an, you have anything else for us? Keith? Yeah, yeah, I did. I have one more uh, quarterback controversy here. Okay. Cam Newton or or um, Winston. Cam uh, it's hard Winston. to say this, but I'm going Winston is a safer pick. That shoulder injury scares me with Cam. All he's got to do is get driven into the turf once, and he could be on the sideline. What, would you Are say? You worried about the heavy rain at all in Tampa? Nah, rain, rain, real rain doesn't really affect. I really, it doesn't. Uh, been there, done that. Really high winds. Heavy snow could have effect, but rain really doesn't kill offenses. Yeah, it's more wind, but I'm going to have to disagree with Jim. I'm going Cam Newton. This is somebody you wrote out most of the season. Um, I think because of the running ability, too, is... He hasn't uh, been running at all. He's been giving everything to... McCaffrey. But he could but the thing is he could run the but ball. He, I mean, he has oh, run yeah, the ball. I, I get that. I you know what I mean? He could. Well Winston not as much. You know what I'm saying? And Winston's put, just, has just as much a chance of throwing picks as Cam Newton does, if not worse. 
I like the I like the uh, the matchup as well for Cam Newton without Denzel Ward there. I think Cam Newton has a pretty decent game. I think he could give you twenty five points. I don't know about Winston. I'm not Winston. saying he didn't. I'm just saying I'm worried about the injury and him not finishing the game. That's well, we could disagree, with Cam. Jim. It's okay. It's okay I know. to disagree. You can be wrong. <laughs> it's okay for you to be wrong. But I'd say Cam. He'd say Winston. Uh, I think he's more of a boom or bust play. Winston. I like him as a DFS play, to be honest with you. But I would roll with Cam. That's my opinion. But ultimately, it's up to you. We're split on it. Or as Elizabeth in the, in the Goonie chat would say, it's a boob or bust play. It's a boob or bust play. Shout out to Elizabeth, female goon squad, the sorority. The sorority goon squad. All right, my man. Thanks for the call. We got uh, Greasy in Orlando. Last call before the end of Frenzy. What's up, Greasy? What's good? What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? How about the Cowboys? How about a lot of giants up there right now. I'm a giant fan, dude. Hey, Bavona, I think this, I this, this phone line is rigged, Bavona. I think Corey's calling in. Can you can you cut it off for us? Yeah, Corey, what do you think about this, Corey? Ah. Let's go to Jeff, uh, <laughs> Corey in the corner. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, but hey, I got a question. I got um, two quarterbacks to choose from. Um, you know, it's playoff time, and my opponent has Adam Thielen. Um, I'm trying to decide, should I play Andrew Luck? on Sunday or uh, Kirk Cousins to kind of play against the Adam Thielen on Monday? I think you should roll with Luck. Uh, Roll with the guy. I know the last week was a complete dud, but I think Luck's the guy. What do you think, Jim? I'm going with Luck. Look, I I don't care if he's playing Adam Thielen. I don't. I don't worry about that at all. Yeah, I'm going I wouldn't worry the guy about that. Outside of last week, which was an aberration, has been throwing crazy. I'm going with luck. Yeah, in on the road against Seattle, that's a tough matchup. Uh, so, yeah, there you have it. Andrew Luck, stick with your boy. And that is Football Frenzy with your boy, The Closer, and Jim Day Fancy Taz. Corey, back next week. We out. Good luck, Goon Squad.